0: Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you wanna have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. (laughs) Hello my loves, it is Asti here and I'm dropping in with a little solo episode today. So as you may have seen from my Instagram, I am in quarantine in New Zealand now up to day three, I believe. Time is already getting a little bit warped. It was a little bit of a drama getting here. I had to get three flights, was meant to end up in Auckland, whereas that's where I'm going. That's where my family are, but somehow ended up in Christchurch, and this is where I'm doing my quarantine. It isn't actually too bad. I've got a big bathtub in my room, having daily baths. My bed's really comfortable. We get three hours outside every day, and I've got a nice little desk to sit at, which I'm sitting here right now recording this episode. So I'm obviously very time abundant over the next couple of weeks. So I thought I would make use of this time and keep myself busy and keep you guys inspired by recording a little podcast series, the quarantine series. (laughs) So as Brett and I are now launching the Turned On CEO, a lot of our focus is around business and we want to give you guys some tips and tricks and inspiration as to how you can leverage your own businesses in a way that brings you more pleasure and more prosperity. So on today's episode, I want to dive into how to position your Instagram in a way where you're going to be more seen and obviously in a way that is going to make you more successful. The reason why I was inspired to touch on this topic today is that recently I've been reaching out to a lot of coaches um, in my field and a lot of influencers on Instagram Um, with an invitation for them to become an affiliate for the Pleasure Treasures, which is super exciting. But what I began to notice as I was reaching out to all these different people through their Instagram is that a lot of people do not have their name in their bio. And here's why this is really important, especially as a coach. People will sign up to you. And we spoke about this in our last episode People will want to work with you when they feel like they have a personal connection with you. People will want to work with you when they feel like they know you, when they feel like they can trust you. And it's really hard to feel this close connection with somebody if you don't even know their name. So as I was going through all these different Instagram bios and reaching out to people, it became a little bit confusing. I wasn't even really sure who I was speaking to. I noticed that some people would have one thing in their Instagram handle and then another thing where the name normally goes. So it's like conscious mermaid babe. And then where their name was, it's like tantric lover, like nothing made sense and nothing. It wasn't streamlined. It left me questioning who I was speaking to. What is this person about? What is their message? Very, very confusing. So another thing and this, it really depends on what your business is is, and I'm guessing that because you're listening to this, you probably are a coach, maybe an influencer. The second thing that I did notice is that a lot of people weren't even using their face. So there was no face behind the brand. And this can work for a lot of um, product companies. But if you're trying to position yourself as a coach, the same thing here. If people don't even know who they're connecting with and who it is behind these beautiful quotes that you're putting up or these beautiful pictures. If there is no name to the brand, again, it makes it really hard to trust because you don't know who you're speaking to. So my number one tip for you, and I feel like this seems quite obvious, but apparently it's not, is to make sure that your name is in your Instagram bio at least. So the way that I run my business, my company name, and the name that I use for my website and emails and everything is Asti Marie. So I've got Asti Marie as my handle, and then Asti Marie as my name in my bio. But another way to do this, some people run their company under a different name. And I'm gonna use my friend Lena as an example. She is the one who's actually running the intentional celibacy course that I keep promoting to you guys as an affiliate. She runs her business under the name The Love Theory. So you can see her Instagram. Her handle is The Love Theory, but she puts her name, her full name, in the first line in her bio, so you know the company name and who it is who is running the company. This is so important. Just making sure that everything is streamlined, so that, I'm getting off topic here, but making sure that your website, that your email address, that the link in your bio, and that your handle all have the same name, so people aren't confused, and so there's structure, and so They know who they're talking to. If you think about any other big brand, imagine if, I don't know, imagine if Topshop, let's use this as as an example. Imagine if Topshop, imagine if their store was called Topshop. Actually, I think they've shut down now. I'm not sure, but we all know what I'm talking about. Imagine if their store was called Topshop, but their Instagram was called something else and then their website had a completely different name. And then the link in their bio was something else. Like you can see how this gets confusing, right? You're not even really sure who you're buying from or what you're looking at. It gets very, very confusing. So my tip number one, make sure your name is in your bio. Make sure that you are showing up so people know who you are, so they know who the person is, the face behind the brand. And make sure everything is streamlined with your naming and your branding. Now, the second thing that I want to mention, sticking with the bio, I feel like the bio is the most important thing. Well, it's the first thing that people see when they come to your profile. So that kind of helps them decide whether they want to follow you or not. Or in my instance, when I was reaching out to influencers, whether I actually wanted them to be an affiliate or not. So what I also notice is a lot of people in their bio aren't very clear about what they do. They'll just put, as I said, like random words, like love, tantra, spirituality, meditation, all of that, which gives you like an idea of like what kind of person this person is, but it doesn't really, really let you know what they do and what services they provide, what products they provide, whatever it is that they're doing, what their message is. So I really encourage you to get really clear on this and put something in your bio, like Um, I was actually just looking at Brits. She's got something amazing on hers. It says a badass bitch transforming your coaching biz. So you read that and straight away, you're like, okay, she is a business coach. She's going to help me transform my business. If you came across her Instagram and read that stumbled across it, you'd go, okay, cool. That's what I need in my life. I'm going to follow her. Where if it was just like confidence business does random words you'd be kind of like eh, not really sure right so make sure you're putting in your bio exactly what it is that you do and to make it really simple it can be something along the lines of I help women do x and then put in your specialty specialty fill out the blank so when I was scrolling through Instagram through all of these bios trying to find people to become affiliates. The ones that were really airy theory that just didn't give me enough information and didn't give me clarity on what these people do, they lost out on free pleasure treasures because I, they made it too difficult for me. I didn't wanna reach out and have to first of all have a conversation to figure out if they were gonna be in alignment with my brand I wanted to figure that out just from looking at their bio. And this is the same as your clients. They want to look at your bio, stumble across your Instagram, look at your bio, and know if your message is in alignment with them. They don't want to have to scroll through all of your posts and everything to try and figure that out, right? It needs to be within the first few seconds of them looking at your Instagram and that all that information that they're going to see in the first few seconds is in your bio. And that's why your bio is so important. So I encourage you to... Either put this on pause, go and edit your bio, or remember to come back and do that at the end of this podcast. So a few weeks ago, I put out a little questionnaire asking you guys where you're struggling in your business. And I found a lot of you were saying that you're struggling to be seen on Instagram. So I want to share with you a little hack that has helped my engagement and my views go up a lot in my stories. So I really find that if you use all of the features, it's more likely that your story is going to be seen. So Instagram wants you to be using all of the features. And by features, I mean using the polls, the question box, the quizzes, creating a countdown, especially if something new comes out. So an example, when, the, when Reels first came out, if you created a Reel, when it was new, Instagram would prioritize that content over everything else because they want people to see what's new and what's hot to get other people creating and using those features as well. You're almost doing Instagram a favor by promoting their new features. So they're going to promote your content that is promoting their new features. Um, And it also makes it more interesting, I think, too, for your followers to go through your stories. It keeps them engaged. If there's little quizzes and polls throughout what you're trying to share with them, Um, it keeps them glued into your message and what you're saying. And they're more likely to watch your whole story rather than just skip through as well as making your story um, more interactive. You can also do this with your posts. So If people have saved your posts, this will make you a higher priority in their feed. So you can see on the right-hand corner of any Instagram post, there's that little bookmark. (laughs) Like, what is that called? Little bookmark. If people have bookmarked some of your posts, your next posts are more likely to show higher in their feed. So a little thing you can say at the end of a post that you've put up is, save this post and come back to it later for inspiration or whatever it might be. Also, um, inspiring people to comment. So asking people questions. Um, Just an example, because this is what is on the top of my head right now. I could put up a post about intentional celibacy. And then at the end of the post, ask my audience and my followers, have you ever practiced intentional celibacy? If so, let me know your thoughts and tell me what you got out of it. So by having people comment on your post, this also prioritizes that post in the algorithm because it's getting the most interaction. And when it's getting the most interaction, it becomes more popular and then it's seen by more people. So commenting, saving, um, also asking people to share. So if you've written a really inspirational post, you can always say at the bottom, if you know anybody or you If you know anybody that you feel could benefit from reading this, please share it. They can share it um, as a message, or you can inspire them to also share it to their story. Another thing that I see people missing all the time, and this is for stories and for posts, is a lot of coaches are forgetting to add the call to action. So they'll speak on their story about this amazing program that they've got coming out and what's included in it or they'll create a post talking about how amazing it is to work with them as a coach, but they'll forget to put a call to action. So people have been told that you're a coach, that it's amazing to work with you, but there hasn't been the invitation there of, I like, I've got spaces available. Come and work with me. Sign up, sign up. Now head to the link in my bio check out the sales page, all of the information's there, or click here to apply. People really need to be encouraged to take that next step. It's not enough for them to know that you're a coach. They need to know that you're a coach and that they need to work with you and what the next step is for them to be able to do so. Back on the topic of building a personal connection, one thing that I like to do and one thing that I've been doing a lot recently, especially with the celibacy program, is inviting people into my DMs. So it allows you to connect with people on a little bit more of a personal and deeper level where you get to know them and their struggles and their pain points and their desires and why they're really being called into work with you. That way... They feel more seen and held and supported by you. They get to feel like they've connected more deeply with you and you get to connect more deeply with your potential clients, which is amazing because you get to learn a little bit more about them and give them all of the guidance and support that they need to be able to make the right decision whether working with you is right for them or not. And if so, which program they are most going to benefit from it's really nice to reach out to somebody and feel like they really do care about you and your journey and that you're not just another number. So some things that I like to do, um, and you would have seen this recently is on my stories. I'm saying, if you're interested in signing up to the intentional celebracy program, send me a DM that way I've been able to get to know people and their stories a little bit more and give them some more guidance. Um, also on the bottom of some of my posts, I've been inviting people into my DMs and, um, I'm really liking connecting with people on a more personal level. Also, if anyone does send you a DM, whether it's from an invitation or just out of nowhere, I feel it's really important to to respect that person and to give them the time of day by replying. There's so many influences and I get that sometimes maybe you just have like a huge following and messages get lost It's hard to reply to everything. But if somebody sends you a really beautiful, heartfelt message, message, it is so important to reply. It's so important to soak up all of their gratitude for you and just send that gratitude back to them, right? And I find so many influencers think that they're just above everyone else and don't do this. And it leaves a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. So you don't want to be doing that with any of your followers. Now, the last thing that I want to share with you guys is to make your Instagram pretty. Okay. Not just about making it pretty, but again, making it streamlined. And it took me a few years in my business to really, I mean, I think I've only done this recently with my relaunch. That was only how long ago? A year ago? Has it been a year? I don't know. This last year has been all over the place. But it took me a long time in my business to really get my colors and my branding and all of that sorted. We're actually going to have a specialist graphic designer and the turn on CEO who's going to teach you guys how to do this and help you set up your branding. But it's really important to keep the fonts and the colors and all the branding streamlined line. Again, this builds a sense of trust, right? When somebody looks at one of your quotes that you've put up or some graphics in your story promoting a a new program or a new course, if they can recognize that it's yours just by the font and the colors, it's very powerful because this sense of familiarity is what builds trust. And it just makes your brand and your business look and feel a lot more accomplished when everything's matchy-matchy and streamlined. The same thing, you think of any other big brand, McDonald's for an example, if they had one logo and one color and one font on their bags and then a different thing outside the restaurants and then a different thing in their adverts, it wouldn't become ingrained in your mind as it has done. Right? If they changed their branding and their colours and the logos constantly, it would never feel familiar and it never would have become as well known as it is today. I mean McDonald's is still a a bad example because I'm talking about familiarity turning into trust. Still don't trust McDonald's, but you get the point of my story. <laughs> So I want to share a couple of websites or apps that I use to keep my Instagram looking pretty and streamlined. So actually, yeah, I'll share one more. So recently when I, um, when I rebranded, can't get my words out when I rebranded, I changed the way that I was doing my Instagram. So before I was using lots of photos of myself, which was fun, but I'm not really one of those people that likes to take my phone out all the time and constantly be taking photos. It feels like really hard work. So now I just get my photographer once every six months or so to do one photo shoot and then my photos are done and dusted. So instead of using heaps of photos of me, you can see that I use lots of different pretty pictures, which I find all on Pinterest. So if you're looking for pretty photos that aren't necessarily of you, I highly recommend Pinterest so many goodies on there. The second thing that I recommend, if you scroll through my Instagram, you can see some of the squares I've put in in little, um, little graphics with quotes. Um, also, some promoting courses and the retreat and stuff like that. Anything like that with writing on it, of oh, bold boundaries, the relaunch, the relaunch sale, all of that stuff. Um, I've created all of those on Canva. So Canva is really good for creating posts. I create all of my stories um, when I'm promoting a course or anything like that as well on Canva. Um, And what I've done to keep it streamlined, I've saved my three fonts as my branding in Canva. So anytime I create something, I go to those same three fonts. Um, I can't remember if you can save the colors in there, but I've got my colors saved as well to make sure that it's make sure that it's the same every single time I create something. So Canva, it's super easy. Um, I recommend using it on your laptop rather than on your phone because on your phone becomes a little bit tricky. So the third thing that I recommend using, um, and I use this app to pre plan what I'm going to be posting. Um, Not so much in terms of the actual posts and the written content, but I use this app to plan out my grid so I can make sure that it flows really nicely and that where I place the pictures all looks pretty. So this app is called -Um. (laughs) Unum. It's about, I don't know, it's black and white. It's U-N-U-M. You can download the app on your phone and it just shows you a little grid and it's really amazing because you can move all the pictures around, switch the order and stuff like that, and make sure you get it into a really pretty position before you go and post it. I think with this app as well, there's also a way that you can, or maybe it wasn't this app, but there are apps that you can use to pre-schedule posts as well. So not just the picture, but with the writing underneath. I don't know, I kind of find that like too much work and I just post my posts when I actually post them. Nothing is pre-scheduled, but I do find it really helpful to pre-plan and um, and play around with my layout just so it looks pretty to the eye. Um, yeah, amazing. So I really do recommend those three apps and programs that really helped me a lot with my Instagram. And look at that, it's 3.33 on the 13th of Feb. <laughs> All of the threes, my favorite number. Um, And I am going to wrap this up now because that was all of my points. I hope you guys enjoyed. I am still in quarantine. I think when we put this out, I'll still have another week in here. Uh, We are still taking calls and enrollment for the Turned On CEO. So applications for that are still open. Um, So if you're interested in joining us on this six-month business mastermind to up-level your business, to call in all of your dream clients, to make a bigger impact and more money, the Turned On CEO is for you. Make sure that you go. I'll put a link below this. You can go through to read. Um, There's my call to action. Link below. Go down to read more information on the program. And also on that page, there will be a link to apply. Um, and I'll be in touch with you probably very quickly. Cause as I said, I don't have much to do while I'm in here and we'll arrange to do a call while I'm in quarantine. Um, on that note, just be mindful that early bird finishes at the end of this month. So if you do sign up in Feb, it makes your payment plans lower. You also get the added bonus of getting my open and receive course and Brit's manifestation bundle. So you can come into pleasure and open yourself up to limitless possibility and abundance before even stepping foot into the turn on CEO container. So you're going to be building the perfect foundation to build your most perfect business from. Amazing, you guys. I hope you enjoyed all of those tips. If you have any questions about the Turn On CEO, the celibacy course, all of the things or anything for Brit, you can send a message um, to either of us on Instagram or email. Um, And I look forward to seeing you and talking to you all very soon. I'm off to do my third walk of the day. (laughs) Bye, gorgeous girls that's a wrap bitch tits if you want to be in on the juicy conversations then be sure to join our facebook group turned on and on purpose until next week